Y cómo fue, llegaste a la segunda parte de este podcast. Así que quédate ahí. Y acuérdate que siempre puedes apoyar mi podcast a través de Patreon. Y hay otros links como Vemo Cash App en nuestra promoción. Especialmente hoy que estamos en el mes de la herencia negra. Black History Month. Apoya a tus creators, innovadores y podcasters. Entonces quédate ahí que el episodio está a punto de empezar en este momento. Ustedes están escuchando el show de Chombita Chronicles, que en este momento, antes de empezar el show, dale a ese botoncito de la plataforma donde estás escuchando este podcast para hacer el follow, seguirme, recibir notificaciones. Si estás en la plataforma de iTunes o Apple Podcasts, dale, entra y dale cinco estrellas a este show y deja tu comentario. Y obviamente... Yo quería, como digo, voy a hacer como un, un, un espacio con Charlotte donde nosotros comparamos la, 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 las palabras. Uh -huh. Yo puse el nombre de este podcast Chombita Chronicles. Uh -huh. Cuando, pero ahora yo les voy a dar la definición técnica de lo que significa la palabra en sí. Voy a ir a... Y mientras que estoy buscando esa definición... Uh -huh. Ustedes sabían que voy a darte una anécdota, Charlotte. Did you know that we had a black president? I learned that when I was living in Panama. I did learn that. Well, I'm, I mean, I am like insightful about it. I was like, yo aprendí en la escuela sobre Agustín Arango, por Belisario Porra, por el mismo Arrocemena. That was even the name of my alma mater. And I'm like, no, who, why nobody ever mentioned? Told you that, right? That's so, it, I'm it, like, even if, but I know, but that's not something that is talked about and, and I think it should be. I know, and I'm like, even if the guy was just president for seven months, yo voy a poner, dije, pero, no, so, no not, not even that. El señor, ese, ahorita voy a decir el nombre del presidente, eh, bueno, era, he was mixed, pero still tenía, herencia uh -huh. afrodescendiente. Su nombre es Carlos Antonio Mendoza. Mendoza, sí. Uh -huh. Y él escribió el acta de independencia. Uh -huh. Él escribió el código civil. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? Uh -huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Y entonces yo me quedé como que, ¿y por qué a mí nadie me habían dicho esto? Uh -huh. En... Y, en, y, y yo me quedé como que, pero, ¿qué pasó aquí? ¿Cómo fue? ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué? But, but it's, it's things like that. And even as we were talking, because after our conversation, I went back and did some research on, on the word chombo and chombita yes. and all yes. of that. And yes. what, I, what I realized is that um, the word, the word chombo, it, it, it wasn't really a bad word. It wasn't. But it wasn't identified. It was more of a word to identify those Panamanians who were not natural born Panamanians. Correct. Correct. And so at that time, it was almost like something to be embarrassed about. 
that you were not a, a natural born national Panamanian at the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So for me, you know, I know like when my, when I talked to my grandmother about it, she didn't like the term because of how they used it against them. Maybe they use it as a term of endearment. That's what I was like. Uh-huh. Right. And, and, but for me, I have no problem with it because that is who I am. You know, that's who I am. I, you know, my, my ancestry were, was not, even though I celebrate my Panamanian culture, my ancestry is from the West Indies. And so if that's the word that they call them, then that's who I am. You know? Well, yeah, because um, there's a lot of pieces of history in that we obviously in a podcast, we cannot tell. But right. then again, I will really advise my listeners to do your research. Hay una parte de la historia de Panamá donde había muchas personas que vinieron de las Antillas, especialmente mm-hmm. de Jamaica, Arena, porque tenían, tenían eh, son colonias británicas o allá hablaban inglés. Mm-hmm. Entonces ya cuando los americanos traspasaron lo que no podían terminar los franceses en el canal, ellos, ellos solicitaban y necesitaban mucha mano de obra y personas que hablaran inglés. Entonces hubo una inmigración mm-hmm. de jamaiquinos y eso es una parte de la historia hay una parte entonces hay una parte de la historia donde uh-huh. el comando sur de los Estados Unidos tuvo unas bases yo no voy a entrar en esa conversación todavía pero uh-huh. las familias que se crearon y las que se quedaron ahí como estábamos hablando Charlie y yo como dicen nuestros abuelos tatarabuelos y la herencia y el movimiento que como digo yo como niña chiquita yo hablaba inglés yo uh-huh. empecé a hablar español cuando empecé a ir a la escuela. Uh-huh. But y... do, you remember, do you remember from our first conversation, when we had our first conversation, uh-huh. even uh-huh. just now when you said, you said it a little while ago, when you describe yourself and you say, yo soy Latina, <laughs> sí, yo sí, soy yeah. Latina, right? So for you, you're Latina first. Uh-huh. Y tú di tu parte entonces, di tu y parte. Sí, pero para mí, Yo soy negra, yo soy latina. El orden, el orden es importante sí. para ti y se tiene que respetar, sí, y se tiene sí. que respetar. And that's, I guess, the, the, the difference when we talk about the difference of growing up, a Panamanian growing up here and okay. you growing up, you know, allá, you know, like that's the difference, you know, because for me, my experience, I'm, I'm a black, I'm a black woman first. Yes, I have Latin coach roots. I have you know, Caribbean roots, but I'm black first. Yeah, and you were drawn that way. You were exposed, mm-hmm. you know, that's the culture that, you know, it was embraced to you mm-hmm. um, because in the United States, that's it. If you're that color, mm-hmm. you're black, and you can be as light-skinned, but you know the rule of what mm-hmm. Americans are saying when it comes to the whole structure of... Yes, because one drop, right. the one drop rule, right? So... Yes, yes. And that's how we're defined. And and unfortunately, like even when I'm growing up, I ne- I I never wanted to show my other side because I I don't I don't know where the shame came from because it wasn't taught in my house, but I never really wanted to show that because I didn't want to be judged by that. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to be like you know normal like everyone else or what I perceived as normal as everyone else. Right, it, American, Americanized as much as American, possible. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not until I started getting older that I started embracing that culture and, you know, saying, wait a minute, I there's something about me that makes me actually special. You know, yes. 
I think it's your power. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my superpower, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so like, you know, if I can break out into Spanish or I can, you know, I can. I when I went to visit Jamaica and I know the songs and they're looking at me like, how you know these songs? You're an American girl, and you know what I mean. So like, it it just it just gives you a superpower when you can pull from different resources in different places and and that makes you who you are you know it just gives you that extra sabor i know yo quiero well i don't want to give up on myself but then again you want to i literally there was when i dated i right now obviously i'm with my new partner but when i used to date obviously way way long time ago i had a partner he was american jamaican jamaican american and he was like you guys want to be jamaican and i would always look at him like wow you know, you, But then he doesn't, but then that's the thing. We don't know our history as people. No, we don't. We don't. Because it has nothing to do with wanting to be. It is. It, that's just what it is. And that's what I would look at him and I'm like, you don't have the singles idea how we Panamanian, how this worked out. How it works out. And you, you know what's so funny? I mean, when um, I lived in Panama for a year back in 2018 and I lived in, in the interior. So for those who don't know, the interior is like... Countryside. Countryside, right? Yeah. And I used to couldn't wait to get back to the city to eat because the food, it's different. It is. I can tell you for sure. Right? Panamanian food is definitely very well seasoned. It, it used, you look at the food, it's like, that's what I'm like. When you look at the food, the food itself gives you the history, mm-hmm. uh, the heritage, the, 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 and I can speak on behalf because I've been in Honduras, I've been in Colombia, I've been in Costa Rica, which is kind of slightly our neighbors. And it, their food is good as well. I love it. But the level, like the level of seasoning that Panama mm-hmm. makes their food is mm-hmm. out of this world. It's out of this world. And it's because, but that's why I said it's because of those other influences. You know, yes. it, wouldn't, yes. it wouldn't be that way if it wasn't because of those other influences. So the spices, the spices. And like, everything. And yeah. I, I unfortunately I want to say I had the opportunity to go to Jamaica. I went there and I was like, oh my God, it was I felt like I was back home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like the 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 ghosts of my ancestors. I don't know what it was, but I mm-hmm. felt so amazing, comfortable. Mm-hmm. It was just great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well so to that ex-partner, he didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I was not going to school him, but I just kind of like give him this stare like, right. okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Están escuchando Chombita Chronicles con su anfitriona Yovi D. Claro que sí. Quédense ahí. We'll be right back. Hello. Y como dijo, otra nota más. Si te gusta este podcast, compártelo con tu amigo, amiga, familia, tía, chino, perro. Como sea, ya sabes cómo es la vuelta. Ciao, ciao. Um, I'm going to definitely make sure that Charles definitely... Okay, Charles, let's move through. So what exactly you are... ¿Cómo tú le das, como dice, la energía, la motivación a tus estudiantes? How you do that with your students? What do you bring? Um, I just want them to... to especially for, for, my, for my Latino students who are, you know, have some form of Black African heritage, I just want them to understand that they need to have a bigger mind, a more open mind, 
right? Because we all know that we are raised with our values and we carry that on. Um, and it's so easy to not see the world for at what it is and how big it is and, and, and think, look at things from another um, aspect. And so I just want them to kind of broaden their, their minds and to think about, you know, how did we come about? Why do we feel the way we feel? Why do we, you know, why do we look at things from the lenses that we look at it and, and, and try to figure out, you know, what's the meaning behind it? Why, why are those things? And is that, is that, does it actually mean that that's the right way to be, you know? And, and that's what I really hope, you know, that they, they get out of it. Like when I get into these type of discussions with them, I get excited because yes. um, as they're learning, I'm learning too. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, you know, it really, it, these things really excite me. And so I just want them to be able to, to have a, a, a to want to learn more, to want to know more, to ask those important questions. Um, Could you say that you want them to make sure that they have a safe space that they can, you know, discuss? Definitely to have a safe space because, you know, not, we didn't always have a safe space to discuss these things. We did not. We did not. I, I'm like, if you hear any of my past guys about the whole thing of imposter syndrome, about the the whole issues of assimilation mm-hmm. or coping and, you know, the layers. But anyways, I thank you so much. This is just barely like 5% of what we saw. I know. But, <laughs> about but this hours. I know. I know. And, <laughs> and, and I want to continue this conversation. Yo quiero seguir esta conversación. Si te parece interesante, si eres parte de esa generación, si eres un panameño Gen Z, panameña o panameñe, para incluir a todos, Gen Z, millennial, ya no, me encantaría tener esta conversación estructural de, de cómo dice el panameño de aquí o el panameño de acá, en qué temporada llegaste por acá, porque obviamente han pasado muchas cosas eh, y perspectivas. So, eso es lo que yo voy a indagar para que tengas ahora como, you guys said, give a feeling of what this new podcast season is. Um, como siempre voy a entrevistar um, a la gente multicultural, afro-latinos y toda la gente que está persiguiendo. Y obviamente, como le digo, más yo sigo aprendiendo, sigo compartiendo. Charlotte de Silva, thank you so much for mi coming placer, through. Gracias, mi amor, gracias. <laughs> thank you so much for coming through. And definitely, como digo, this is your this is your space. You welcome to come anytime that you have to share anything important. Okay. Uh, make it possible. And um and como yo me despido de mi podcast y como dijo y como fue Chumbita Chronicles de Yes I'm Here y nos vemos en la próxima edición. Nos vemos. All right. Thank you.